Yo, what's up? We are live. Episode 10. It's kind of late, but we don't care. We're still here to give the good news of cryptocurrency. What's up, Jams? How you doing? Shout out to all the crypto rascals out there. Asherel, I am literally living the dream. It's late Thursday night, getting ready for Friday. We've worked hard. Most of the money is already made, so I'm ready to talk some crypto. Shout out to all our crypto warriors out there. Uh, thank you for tuning in with us this week as we've gotten back onto YouTube. Everything is rolling smoothly. Uh, thank you to our Twitter followers, our Instagram followers, our Facebook Live uh, audience. Everyone has just really jumped on board with Crypto and Down, and we're appreciative. We're going to continue to bring you the latest news in cryptocurrency and blockchain and continue to bring you the culture and all of your entertainment and sports news as well. So shout out to the Crypto Warriors. Shout out to them. Yeah, I definitely forgot to mention it was Friday Eve. So, you know, can't you can't frown on Friday Eve. Definitely can't frown at all. Not at all. Not at all. And I think I might have actually shouted out the Crypto Warriors ahead of time. Um, I likely will go on to the Gentlemen of Crypto show tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. 9 a.m. <laughs> Shout out to them. Let's go. Going down. Um, so to our audience members, um, if you watch the Gentlemen of Crypto on YouTube in the morning at 9 a.m. Central Time, I will be representing for the Crypto FDF. Rascals. And crypto and down on f bitcoin fridays so uh bitcoin zay king bless get ready for the smoke um as crypto and down is going to show up and represent yo bet all right well man let's get into these prices today how's it looking how are uh your bags being pumped by your favorite coins or whatnot so that uh, let us know all time high baby all time high so we're gonna jump over bitcoin it is down forty six thousand eight hundred and ninety two dollars down two percent ethereum also down two percent at three thousand ninety but what do you know if you are a crypto rascal and you have been tuning in with us my favorite coin is hex and hex did make an all-time high today uh, passing 20 cents up 10% on the day, pushing that market cap above $116 billion, uh, becoming the highest uh, market cap altcoin other than Ethereum. So Hex is the big boy on the block today. Um, in a sea of red, Hex is holding strong. And the other two coins that we will mention today that seem to be also doing well are Solana and safe moon solana being up 13.74 percent pushing up to 80 dollars. it was just 75 dollars earlier this week so solana is saying wow. i am here to stay a great layer one competitor to ethereum lots of development happening there and i've also heard news that institutions are getting on board with solana we won't say the same boom okay. um Safe Moon doesn't seem to be getting any institutional backing um, as a meme coin. However, um, we will uh, shout out Safe Moon since it did increase uh, market cap today by 11%. 
Uh, Safe Moon is one of those meme coins that had fun during the Shiba Inu or the Kisha Inu and some of those other meme coins um, that had success during the meme Reddit stock run earlier this spring. So although um, not an in-depth market recap today, um, we are happy over here at Crypto and Down as Hex is up 10% and that is our favorite coin. And so did it bop on y'all one time. <laughs> nice. Well, I know uh, whatever different wallets and all that that you're using, uh, hopefully you know, all of them are down and you know the, whichever ones that you hold your Hex in are showing that green today. So, all right. We haven't talked that much about hex. We've touched on it briefly. We, you know, we we like to talk about everything here, not just, uh, you know, some of the most successful coins. We like to talk about everything. So, when it comes to your favorite project, hex, shout out all, shout out to all the hexkins out there. Uh, let them know. Let the people know who aren't so familiar with it. Like, okay, once you get it, and like where you can get it. Like, what are some of the ways you can um, store it? So. I'd actually like to take a step backwards, if you don't mind, and oh, yeah. explain what is HEX. Uh, HEX is a certificate of deposit on the blockchain, similar to a bank CD, where you take your money to the bank, you hand it to them for a certain period of time, whether that be three, five, ten years, and they guarantee you a return um, during that period. And ultimately, you redeem your money from the bank and then also that interest for leaving your money as a deposit in the bank. This same concept has been transported to the blockchain. And so, HEX, uh, you are able to lock it up or stake HEX. And in that mechanism, those HEX are burned away. Those, those coins no longer exist and you receive T-shares in return. These T-shares are what calculate your daily interest payout. So for every one T-share you, you own, you receive 5.8 hex per day currently. So if you have, let's say, 50 T-shares, you would receive just over 250 hex per day passively. That's the power of a T-share and the power of HEX is that you are able to purchase HEX and then stake it and receive T-shares in return, which uh, entitle you to future HEX payouts daily based on the number of T-shares that you hold. Uh, I love HEX because it is a way to generate passive income and also it is a way to have pump of minerals. And you may ask me, what are pump of minerals? Yeah, let's talk about what, what are pump of minerals. Pump of minerals is what you can think of as exceptional price appreciation. Okay. So over just two to three months ago, Hex was sitting below a penny. And as we showed earlier in the show on the market recap, Hex is now sitting over 20 cents. So that's a 20x or a 2,000% gain. You will not find those kinds of price appreciations in the stock market or anywhere else in crypto. This price appreciation is also compounded 
by the staking T-share mechanism with you receiving more hex per day. So every day that I hold hex and that I'm staked and that I am allowing the smart contract to calculate more hex per day, my bag continues to grow. So whether hex is 20 cents, hex is a dollar, I will still receive the same daily calculated payout. So I am a forward future looking investor. I want to pay my future self and delay gratification until tomorrow or maybe five years into the future or maybe 10 years. The maximum stake that you can create in HEX is 15.2 years or 5,555 days. So think about if you have a child um, and you want to set some money aside for their future. You're able to stake HEX on the blockchain, uh, primarily today, the Ethereum blockchain, but with the launch of the upcoming Pulse chain, you will also be able to stake on the Pulse chain as well. So you stake your HEX, you receive your T-shares, and then you receive your daily interest payout in HEX until it is time for you to end your stake. Or as I compared it to a traditional bank CD, instead of going to the bank to ask for your money back, you go on to the blockchain and end your stake, which mints you your principal hex that was originally staked and that has been burned and all of the hex that you received or that was accrued during your stake period. So Papa Minnows is compounded growth, not only price appreciation from zero to uh, 20 cents, but also the T-share daily payout. So as price continues to go up and you receive more of your daily payout, obviously your bags are getting a nice, healthy pump and thus the term pump amounts. Okay. I've heard people describe it as delayed gratification. So locking, you know, time locking your assets, just like you do in the CD, waiting, like you said, waiting for it to go up. And right now, what is Hex paired to? So currently, uh, most of Hex's liquidity is actually paired to USDC, which is a stable coin. Um, it does still have some pairings to Ethereum. Uh, but I heard today from Gerardo um, on YouTube, shout out to Hexican Gerardo, um, that the majority of Hex's liquidity now sits in version three of Uniswap uh, versus version two of Uniswap. Uniswap is a automated market maker um, where uh, the order book for Hex uh, sits. So versus a uh, broker um, dictating buy and sell prices, uh, a audit excuse me, automated market maker such as Uniswap uh, dictates price based on the liquidity pool um, and the buy and sell orders uh, on the book itself. So Hex is a rather complex uh, cryptocurrency, um, but it is not only trustless, uh, meaning that it does not have any middlemen or require any operators or lever pullers for it to function on the blockchain. Um, it's immutable, meaning um, no one has admin keys or can backdoor into the contract to stop it 
meaning immutable, not able to be stopped. Um, and it's also seeming to be 100% uptime, uh, much like Facebook has went down before Coinbase um, has been hacked. Hex is one of the only few products on the blockchain um, that has not had any downtime um, and has not been hacked at all. Um, so all of these factors are what contribute my beliefs um, into saying Hex is not only the best crypto, but it is my favorite crypto. Now, all this being said, this is not financial advice. Um, this is something that I've been telling Ray about for uh, almost a year now. And so we've had this conversation many, many times. Um, I've had this conversation with other friends, uh, whether they buy Hex, uh, Asherel buys Hex. It does not change my opinion. Um, not only am I convicted in my investment, um, the chart itself going from zero to 20 cents has proven me right. And there is a community of hexagons out there um, on Twitter, YouTube, who will back me up and state that the product Richard Hart created is a really, really good. <laughs> nice. Well, I can't wait to see you tomorrow on the Gentleman of Crypto. You know, stand up for Hex. The Hex will be in there uh, in the chat going crazy. You know, I love to see it. So, yeah, man, it, 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 it's crazy how the relationship with the gentleman of crypto has developed through Hex. Um, Hex was one of those projects that was definitely hated on um, by crypto uh, elites down to influencers, down to the common man. Um, many people called Hex a scam. Uh, many people stated that Hex was a Ponzi outright. Um, and those attacks on the project, or excuse me, the product and um, the community only made us stronger. And we have bags to prove that Hex is the best crypto. And now with the launch of the Pulse Chain upcoming, um, us receiving duplicates of our ERC-20s inclusive of HEX uh, and the Pulse tokens that we recently sacrificed for uh, with the sacrifice phase raising over $16 billion, the largest um, independent coin raise of all time. And with $27 million being donated to charity directly to the SINS Foundation, not only does the HEX community have big bags, they have big hearts and they're making an impact on the world. So, yeah, I can't wait to go on the gentleman of crypto tomorrow and talk my talk to. Yeah. Hey, I've been able to talk it for a few months now. We've we've been able to create our own show because of it. And we actually have um, a reputation that is backed by a chart and that's backed by a publicly verifiable blockchain. And guess what? Hex also has three audits. Uh, one economic audit and two security audits to back it up too. So, hey, come at me tomorrow if they got problems. All right. I like it. Stand up. Salute. <laughs> All right. Well, I like it. Well, you talked about hex. You actually have to tell them how to store their hex. That's all I was just about to say that. I, oh, you we, just read my mind. I was going to be like, yo, the bags are pumping all time high. Like, where can I where can I I can get this on Uniswap? Absolutely. Uh, 
So where else, like, what can I hold it in? What, how can I keep it safe? All right. So how can you keep your hex safe? Um, I'll tell you one option, and then we're going to walk you through uh, the, one of the options that I also use, um, which would probably be my favorite option. We're not going to give you our second favorite. We're going to give you our favorite. And that's what we do here at Crypto and Down is give you the best information out there. So you can purchase Hex directly on Uniswap. Uniswap is a decentralized exchange. Um, and if you have a MetaMask wallet, um, MetaMask um, is a great wallet. Um, if you do have a MetaMask wallet, you, then you can um, access Uniswap and then trade any um, Ethereum or USDC for uh, Hex itself. Um, in MetaMask, you can buy. I would not recommend buying uh, crypto directly through MetaMask, uh, but I would recommend transferring crypto to MetaMask um, and then accessing Uniswap and swap and swapping for Hex. But that's not beginner. That's step five, step 10. Um, Uniswap is where we want to get our audience to. Um, we want you to be on um, a platform where you can swap, earn, build on the leading decentralized crypto trading platform. And really and truly, I do like the Uniswap coin. And I also like the Uniswap front end and decentralized exchange itself. Um, it's what got me into Hex. And so I will always um, shout out Uniswap and their developers. Um, but Uniswap is not the end all be all. Uniswap, Uniswap is great, but we have to introduce you to the Staker app. The Staker app is something that I check more than Twitter, Facebook, news combined. Staker app is where you earn your future. Uh, already 10% APY paid this year. And this is how you can access decentralized finance. And you can join an active community of 20,000 users stake for an average of five years. And I'm actually going to call out Steph, um, the CEO of Staker and Firebun, the developers. I believe as of last night, there are now 49,000 stakers um, with an average, uh, excuse me, with a total uh, locked up amount of total value locked of $11 billion. Oh, so wow. 40, 49,000 stakers with a total value locked of $11 billion. Uh, Staker, not only can you unramp, meaning purchase crypto through Staker, you can also set your stakes here. You can view and manage uh, your various stake ladder. And what do I mean by stake ladder? Um, you can stake from one day to 5,555 days. Therefore, if you wanted to redeem hex payouts every year, year 15, year 14, year 13, year 12, year 10, so on and so forth, that's considered a staking ladder as you're redeeming interest and staking your principal out um, on a calendar like basis. Um, so stake and earn, lock your funds uh, into digital contracts and get rewarded. Uh, Staker not only has some of the best security through their uh, integrations with Gnosis Safe, uh, Gnosis G N 
OSIS also is a cryptocurrency. Um, they are doing relatively well. Um, but Staker should be your home app for Hex and um, really cryptocurrency. Um, as I state, it is my favorite. I am biased. I will openly state that. Um, this is a disclosure that I do utilize Staker. Um, and I think uh, Steph and Firebun are two geniuses. Uh, Steph was a Google uh, developer, and this is his product after leaving Google. Um, anyone who leaves four to $600,000 a year at Google to bet on themselves is someone that I'm willing to bet on too. And so shout out to the Hexican community because uh, some of the smartest people in the world, Hex is international. There are Hex Asians. Uh, there's Hex Czech. There's Hex Nigeria. There's Hex Kenya. Um, Hex will be the number one crypto, as I stated on the gentleman of crypto. We're already number three and Ethereum and Bitcoin will be passed at some point. And when it happens, I will be sitting here like LeVar Ball with a I told you so hat on. And you heard it here. Episode 10. When that day comes, <laughs> LeVar Ball, I told you so hat coming soon. <laughs> Yo, I like it. You on fire. You on fire tonight. It's late, but yo, let them know. Got to got to talk that talk. You know, although uh, we don't have the largest audience yet, when they go back and watch our historical videos, they're going to see we always had that talk, and we we, we are not trying to uh, code switch. We're not trying to be anything other than we are. We're just impassioned. Uh, cryptocurrency investors who love to teach, educate, and uh, give pe give the people the information that they need to know. Yes, 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 definitely, definitely. All right, well, anything else you want to cover on Hex before we let's dive into some like stories today? I saw, <laughs> you know, the market's down. It seems like, you know, things are moving. We were talking about the sports with Visa. Uh, the NFL, the NBA, all signing contracts with NFTs. Um, we've talked a lot about Dogecoin. Like, where do you want to start? We can start anywhere. I feel like we definitely shared a number of stories throughout the day today. So let's call it a salad and give me a toss up. Okay. I'm just going to keep on the theme of NFTs. Let's talk about the right. 15 most expensive um, NFTs and kind of like scroll through them real quick and just see like what is it that these people are interested in with when it comes to these and um like yeah what's yeah so let's the talk most about popular it. ones so the famed artist people um who you would compare to a modern day banksy on the blockchain um his NFT, the first 5,000 days, which is uh, comprised of 5,000 earlier artworks placed into a collage on the blockchain, um, did sell for $69.3 million at the famed Christie's auction. So when I saw this story months ago about uh, the $69.3 million sale, it wasn't the price tag that stuck out to me. It was Christie's, the auction house, being involved. 
Christie's is where you see Jean-Michel Basquiat paintings being sold. Andy Warhol's. That is the top upper echelon of auction houses. And when you have uh, institutions such as Christie's and Sotheby's getting into uh, the NFT space that not only legitimizes it, but that brings the type of economic uh, firepower that can drop $69.3 million on a picture. So at the end of the day, um, I like these stories because it is extremely bullish. But then you have stories like number two, this pixelated crypto punk number 7,500. What world is this, bro? <laughs> bro, what world are we living in? <laughs> for That's why I'm like, bro, what world are we living in when this is going for? 11.8, you tell me this? All right. Yes, my brother, that 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 unfortunately did go for eleven point eight million dollars. So if you were feeling broke today, you definitely feel broke er right now because that painting, man, makes me feel like I got holes in my pockets because it's not even a painting. It's a it's a JPEG that has been loaded to the blockchain um, and with a price tag of eleven point eight million dollars. So I'm not going to be Debbie Downer as here at Going Down. We want to be optimistic about cryptocurrency, but crypto punks definitely yeah, sound crypto punks. like a cash grab. Look at these crypto, yeah, crypto punks. All right, I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't mind seeing people get some money, but just it's just shocking. Just a little, just a little shocking. It and then it we is, got crossroads. Six six point six immediately immediately six point six million. Yeah, okay. I see you with the six six six. Shout out to you. See what you're doing, Crossroad by people. Okay, people coming in. So the yeah, people one for one from people force in the space. Mm -hmm. Just resold on the secondary market for six point six million. History has been made, and what we got here is I'm sure this is a uh, okay. Oh, yeah, we all know what that is. Absolutely, yeah. That is a proposal. And but I will say though, ocean uh, oceanfront six million, uh, something like this. At least I can see um, the art in it. Like you could say, or that just there's some concept. Cons I, yeah. I like the design, um, the detail, the coloring. Um, there are many there are many things about it that make me feel uh, the graphic artists um, did a uh, excellent job here. So uh, this is another Beeple. Um, so mm -hmm. okay, he's literally killing the game at the moment. Um, and if you can get uh, your hands on one of his pieces or NFTs um, outside of um, a CryptoPunk, you are holding some of the most valuable pieces at in today's times um so mm -hmm. i i i do enjoy uh nfts i however um may not always agree with the valuations and feel that there are better ways uh for new crypto investors um to utilize their funds especially if 2.9 million dollars is for jack dorsey's tweet when you could scroll back on Twitter and find that tweet for free. 
Uh, I see you, Jack. Get what's another what's another two point nine million? Yeah, Just drop drop in the bucket. We Kill we Jack. although although this um is entertainment, we do believe in making rational decisions when possible, um, and we don't want to le lead our audience astray. Um, so. Yes, we support uh, NFTs. We feel that it is going to be probably what brings the mainstream into cryptocurrency as a whole, and especially a younger audience. Um, however, char charging $3.3 to $36 million for um, a picture seems a bit absurd. Okay. We're on a roll here with NFTs, so I think we got one more. I will, let's talk about this one. Shout out to uh, Blau, DJ Blau. Um, can't say I've listened to any of his stuff recently, but maybe like six-ish, seven years ago. Uh, I was definitely, definitely listened to some of his, um, his tracks, but it looks like Celebrity DJ Blau has the first tokenized was the first to tokenize an album. Now he's launching Royal, a new type of NFT site. So, okay, it seems like he's been a leader in this space. And I think I have noticed the rappers and the DJs are uh, definitely seem like the first people to be on this NFT craze um, and taking advantage of it. So, uh, good point. I wonder how this is going to go. No, that's a that's a great point. It does seem like the uh, electronic DJs as well as the rappers. Um, are on the front forefront of NFTs. Uh, shout out to Jim Jones. You know, there there are a few uh, Money Man. Uh, shout out mm -hmm. to my boy Larry June. There are a few rappers that definitely um, have hit have rapped about NFTs, but have actually utilized NFTs. Um, and so, seeing him make this move is exceptional because what he's actually doing is creating a platform. Uh, for artists um, to basically fractionalize their songs and the royalties. So if I buy, let's say, for instance, one of Big Crit's NFTs of a particular song, uh, the revenue that that song generates can be fractionalized um, by the NFTs themselves. So the NFTs become a way for um the buyers or traders of uh those nfts to be in the network of the profit share with the artists themselves so it's a way for you to invest directly in the artists and receive money off of uh their music or touring or album sales so it really makes a um publishing company or a recording uh, company, Capital Records or Atlantic Records, as you would think about them, obsolete. If you, as he stated, if you own one of my NFTs today, you'll get to own rights in my music, which also means you're entitled to cash flows from that music soon. That's mm -hmm. empowering the people to directly have ownership in the artists and the artists to share that connection with the people versus the record labels and executives owning the transaction and dictating to the artists how that business is going to be done. 
I think it's a great move. Um, and there are other platforms out there. Fuse is one of them. F Y O O Z. Um, I had dabbled in it early in the spring. It is mm-hmm. also another platform. Mogul um, is another platform where um, a similar concept is deployed. Spencer Dinwiddie um, of the NBA also has a similar uh, concept as well. So many ideas out there um, giving ownership power back to the creators and empowering the audience um, or their viewers to participate um, in that by investing directly. Yeah, that's cool. I've, you know, this is just another thing that just makes you excited about the space to have the industries that we've grown up listening to and seen change drastically, you know, from CDs to Napster to Spotify. Napster, and, that's what I um, so, yeah. Napster mm-hmm. and LimeWire. I was trying to remember. Yeah, LimeWire. Yeah. What we were downloading on back, you know, 2004, 2005, we were on LimeWire. And it's like, okay, before we were all the way in iTunes downloading, we were definitely on LimeWire. I see. You got me? Yeah, I think you're back. You're back. I wasn't sure if that was me or you. But yeah, talking about LimeWire back in the day, um, the way tech, the way how fast it's moving, looking back in 10 years, it'll be interesting how, um, how much more I these major artists can help fund themselves through let's say a bunch of their their community rather than relying on a major record deal for distribution and signing that initial investment um it's like maybe they're able to tour more easily and make better revenue um so and then people who've been following them for a long time if you have some ownership maybe it's good for artists that you get in with early when they make it big you know you have the perks to be able to enjoy the come up with them as well. So maybe that might change the whole artist um, fan dynamic yes. as well, maybe making the communities a little bit more tight knit. Um, and yeah, because you definitely see, you know, the B, the Bay Hive, the Beehive, or name any pop star who has that throng of following. Yeah. But once you give people that more who've been with you since day one and backed you and invested in you financially, once you grow um, and they're there with you, you know, not to say it's always going to work out for the best, but it'll definitely change that fan Absolutely. fan and artist dynamic a lot to where, uh, not to get too deep, but it's like, yeah, it's going to turn them into more of, I just, I mean, bigger, more influential than they already are, probably in a more spiritual way too. But yeah, interesting. 100%. I, I feel like it increases uh, the relationship between the creator and the fan um, and you're mutually invested in their success um, and also that means you'll likely support them more um, as you have a actual interest a financial interest um, and that incentivizes you um, to go out and support them so i think it's a powerful concept i think it gives the power um, back to the creators and to the people. Um, and it really removes the middleman 
as um, most things are doing in cryptocurrency. Um, so if I was a record label um, executive, I would be highly concerned um, that the blockchain would make me obsolete as um, artists are now able to crowdfund and they no longer need to depend on um, that initial check from a company um, to kickstart them. They can go directly um, to their audience. Yeah, for sure. Well, we've been talking a lot about, you know, a lot of money being made. Hex is pumping, a lot of people are making money, even though it's red today. But also we should definitely, we always wanna let people know that this is still the wild, wild west. Absolutely. There are, in this space, there are a lot of scammers out there. There are a lot of people trying to take advantage. Yep. A lot of people doing, um, you know, a half-assed job, so to speak, on some of their projects, trying to trick people into giving up their, you know, hard-earned money. So you definitely have to be careful about that and always do your own research. But this story was interesting that you sent to me just because I think, you know, we got to touch on the scams and people who actually kind of get, get kind of run through by these scammers out here. So uh, tell me a little bit more about Dogecoin and this um, mining scam. Absolutely. So uh, the alleged Dogecoin mining scam rakes in $119 million. Uh, this story came out of Turkey. An alleged scammer pulled in the huge sum by promising would-be investors massive returns. So much as um, Asherel uh, um, led towards... There are a lot of scammers in cryptocurrency, just as there are a lot of scammers in society as a whole. If people know that you are making money or that you have made money, they are going to try and part you from your coins by any means necessary. Whether that means sending you a fraudulent email, whether that means trying to get you to enter your seed phrases on a bad website, um, many ways they are going to try to orchestrate you out of your cryptocurrency and in this example it seems that this gentleman turgut v um, told people in turkey that they'd get a hundred percent returns on an investment in dogecoin mining technology well dogecoin is mined similar to bitcoin proof of work um, computers gpus run complex um, algorithms and solve complex math problems um, to then return a block reward thus in this instance dogecoin uh, these doge were then turned over to turgut who then ran off on the plug and never came back and so always understand trust no one in cryptocurrency not me not asherel not any founder um, this is enter at your own risk. It is volatile. Um, and there are scammers who will not only create fake coins on exchanges, um, but that will appear legitimate. Um, not only has Mark Cuban, let me say that again, Mark Cuban been, uh, rug pulled, but many many others so protect yourself at all times is why we are sharing this story um, always make sure that you are vigilant with your keys protect them just like you would your social security card 
or your ID. Um, share them with no one, um, not even um, a friend, unless you are as close as I am with my brother Ray. Outside of that, you need to make sure that you are holding on um, to your privacy and your cryptocurrency with dear life, because 10 years from now, you don't want to be on the New York Times saying, I had a phone or a laptop with 20 Bitcoin on it, and one Bitcoin is worth a million dollars. Yeah, don't want that. Or or even Hex. Shout out to D Biggie. Thanks for watching the show. He says, Hex ain't red today. We definitely shouted out Hex um, earlier in the segment. I gave him a little ditty bop to let him know our bags are happy. Um, Hex up 10% today, having made an all-time high um, and passed over 20 cents. Um, and for our audience out there, yes, we are definitely proud Hexicans. Um, our ladders are complete. We have uh, duplicate P-Hex on the way. We have Pulse Tokens on the way, having completed the sacrifice phase. And we cannot wait uh, for the launch of the Pulse Chain. Um, we know that the test net is ongoing um, and we are sitting back patient, um, but anxious as we know we'll be around uh, the Hex community at least until 2036. But as we continue to set more stakes out, uh, we'll definitely be around much longer than that. So shout out to D Biggie. Hex definitely is not red today in a uh, sea of red. Hex is green. Uh, the only other greens out there that we did see uh, was Solana and Safe Moon, um, but those definitely aren't our favorites. <laughs> I consider better. Consider better myself. Oh, another comment. Appreciate the content. Chilling with you. You are right about the scammers that you want to part folks with their new pulse. That want to part folks with their new pulse. Absolutely. Yeah, we. Yeah, earlier we didn't. Um, you did mention the pulse chain kind of briefly as far as another option as a way to get hex just quickly touch on it a little bit then you don't have to go into too much detail if you don't want to but like what is the pulse chain what does that have to do with hex and uh richard hart all right so richard hart the founder of hex uh, realized a problem with ethereum um, gas fees were high as he double l hockey sticks and he decided that he was going to come up with a solution pulse chain is the solution to the high gas fees on ethereum um, not only does it have a higher throughput um, i believe it also has a larger block size um, and it also moves to proof of stake which ethereum has promised with their ETH 2.0 so uh, we are going to be migrating hex um or you will still have hex operating on the ethereum side but you will now have hex operating on the pulse chain as well um, so that will allow hexagons and stakers to interact um with uh the smart contract of hex um without the high overhead of the ethereum gas fees so those um, prices are going um, to, well, the lower fees themselves should uh, help the price appreciation of um, 
hex and um, allow Pulse Chain um, to grow in the future. So at this point, the sacrifice okay. phase for Pulse um, has ended. You aren't able to um, actually um, participate in the sacrifice any longer to secure your Pulse. However, once Pulse launches um, and the first trades are made um, and the um, automate, automated market maker um, resets uh, the liquidity pairs, um, you will then be able to acquire Pulse on the open market. Um, I am blessed to be a hexagon, uh, blessed to um, have new hex, um, and then to have hex, as it will be called, on the Pulse chain. So a great time to be uh, for hex to be your favorite coin um, and to be a part of the hex community. Um, it's not just a coincidence that we're here shouting out hex. Hex definitely uh, helped me reach my goal, which I had set, which said we would jump off into the YouTube space. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely right. Uh, I was, I'm glad you introduced me to hex because you know. I like all these different projects and reading about the founders and getting to know the different people. So when you introduced me to the project, it took a while for me to get it. Um, and it's taken months actually just to understand the whole process. So it's exciting to see new things coming with the pulse chain. It'll be interesting to see how that affects um, everything in the pulse sacrifice. But uh, I think that's what makes it exciting. Just new new learning about new projects their founders in the community and then seeing what they do and things moving so fast it's i i appreciate the new things and just trying different things and seeing how game theory affects it and how we interact with them so absolutely um and d biggie says i think you can still get into uh the pulse sacrifice but at a much lower rate so the um actual stated rules um, was that there was only 19 days. However, uh, Richard did um, tweak those recently um, as there were some additional um, sacrifices sent after that 19-day window ended, and he stated those uh, would count. Um, however, they would be subject to that 5% ratchet up um, on the return at the 10,000 X. So yes, Dibigi, I think you may be correct on that, um, but I have not sacrificed anything um, after day 19. Um, I feel like my bags are packed, I'm ready to go. And whenever uh, we have day one um, on the post chain, um, I'm an OG and I have to be happy with what I have. Um, I plan on delegating it um, to a validator um, and receiving my passive uh, income there, as well as allowing my T shares to pay me out on the Ethereum side, as well as the Pulse side, um, and wait on my ladder um, to reach my in stake dates. And then is daddy going to get his new, his new bags, baby? <laughs> We gonna we gonna see you in that Lambo. Uh, we buying Tesla boats. Shout out to my boy Tesla. Out there. We buying Tesla boats. We're gonna be the first people hmm. um, in the world with Tesla yachts. And um, conceptually, yeah, coming soon. 
Yeah, y'all will see us on Instagram in the Tesla yachts flexing. It'll be it'll be Yo. our first hex flex. All right, I can. All right, I'll I'll get on. I'll get on yours. <laughs> Have you I seen? Did we right. talk about that Elon robot? Man, because I I'm over here kind of like man Tesla. Y'all need to step it up because I'm starting to doubt a little bit. Well, um, not to you know go too much into the uh, you know overworkings of Tesla. I do know that this year was going to be sort of difficult uh, for them. However, um, in the long run, I feel that as Tesla begins to diversify themselves and realize that they are um, not just a car company but a battery and power and robot mm -hmm. and autonomous um, anything company um they will become the powerhouse that they already are um cars is just what brought their technology to the forefront but at, just as we saw with the tesla robot um the robot will have all of the autonomous functions that the car will have um so the battery power i mean i i just feel like they're going to be able to diversify their business in so many ways that ultimately they're here to stay, and Elon Elon Musk's son, A B C D E F G, is going to be A B. Yeah, whatever your name is, uh, whatever your name is, uh, you are going to be a rich young man. So we were looking at we're looking at seven hundred one right now. Seven hundred one uh, Tesla, and, and you could have got stock price. Like I mean, you could have got back at like four hundred bucks back in the fall, three hundred bucks, uh -huh. easy. And that's three hundred three hundred mm -hmm. bucks a share right there. And so, so looking, yeah, looking at seven hundred one to me, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, <laughs> it's another one of those psychological. No financial, right? It's what it's another one of those mm -hmm. psychological thresholds. So. If I would, I would, if we look at their price to earnings, it's three hundred and sixty-six. But you look at their growth potential; it's astronomical. So no one really cares about a P and E ratio on a high-growth stock such as Tesla. And, yeah. Um, I looking at their fifty-two-week low. Yeah, just as we said, three twenty-nine. And yeah, man. I I, I, I really feel that, um, yeah, you're buying at a high um, sort of, but if you're playing the long game on Tesla, understanding the diversity of their business um, and what they actually do, um, it's not a bad buy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Once they start moving here to Texas, you know, um, a lot of these technology com companies are moving here with that um, Future Command military center here. Yeah. And that's bringing a lot of business as far as um, technologically for space, for satellites, for automation, yep. um, data, coordinating things. I'm sure with the space force. So, like you're saying, like you're saying, Tesla, they're you know car company, battery company, not going into robotics. Um, they're going to be all encompassing as far as um, one for defense, space, uh, transportation. Yep. I mean, they, no. they, they've already been um, SpaceX, a separate company, but you can I you, you can think of them as the same um, conceptually has been the taxi to space for almost a decade. 
um, when NASA stopped carrying cargo and people to the International Space Station, SpaceX did it. So in my opinion, yeah, Tesla's a really diverse company. They're so diverse that instead of the government sending spaceships up to the International Space Station, they do it. And they were so good at it that they created a whole nother company to do it for them. So I I trust the business model. My yeah, it's funny. Yeah. We'll we'll have to have my um uh, my boy Patrick on because we always talk about Elon Musk and his vision and him being able to sell the vision. Um and you know the results that the promises he makes versus the results that he sees, depending on what the area is. But you're right, it's like as far as the powerhouse behind them and the organization of the different companies falling under that are all working together, him being the front man to push it and sell it. I do think he's definitely he's definitely playing the stock game very well and manipulating and uh, playing that game as well as starting to finally ramp up the manufacturing, expand into different states. Um, so. I mean, he's doing something. If right. you were a crypto guy and anti Doge, then you would say Elon Musk is a dick. He's coming into excuse my language, but coming into the crypto space and uh, running uh, just running rampant. You know, playing with toys because he's really rich and he can't. Um, he doesn't technically understand the space. Uh, but if you're a stock minded uh, investor, CEOs and leaders of companies are extremely important. And Elon Musk is a polarizing figure and he's going to get your company um, attention. Now, I look at Elon Musk similar to a Kathy Wood per se. Um, disclosure, uh, we will talk about ARC funds soon on this show, um, as I feel, if we have not already, um, which I don't think we have yet, um, those were grayscales that we talked about, but ARC funds um, led by Kathy Wood um, is, a, is another company and um, type of CEO who I would compare to Elon Musk. I don't bet against winners if they haven't lost. And at this point, Kathy sure. hasn't shown me an L, and neither has Elon Musk. Oh, this is what I was going to say. How's PayPal doing today? Uh, how is PayPal doing today? Well, um, Elon Musk doesn't have to walk down to PayPal and run the business anymore. Nope. He's trading that. It's a ball. 273 273 oh peter thiel and yo man we can talk about we can talk about peter man but should we talk about peter but people forget paypal was elon musk too and mm -hmm. how's it doing it's well it's pretty much integrated into every shopping checkout cart online and now you can buy crypto through PayPal. So I am not one to bet against Elon Musk or Tesla. Uh, D. Biggie said stocks are in the midst of a bailout by Fed via money printing. Tesla is as good of a place as anywhere to part value. We need energy efficient regenerative systems. Tesla is pursuing that. I agree wholeheartedly uh, with D. Biggie. Uh, stocks are inflated uh, due to 
uh, the Fed's uh, monetary policy, which is basically print as much money as you can, keep every company, every bank, every stock uh, afloat, and everything is too big or too small to fail from an ant to uh, the largest corporations in the world. So if you save everybody, then you got to keep printing money. And that seems to be our monetary policy. So I agree with you. Um, and if there is somewhere you're going to put your money, you may as well put it in something like Tesla. Agree wholeheartedly with you, D-Biggie. I hope you check in with us each night. We normally live from 8.30 to 9 to 9-ish to tonight about 9.30. But we're on every night anywhere from 8.30 to 9.30 uh, Central. Uh, my brother Asherel, you got any more stories for me out there? Let's see here, man. I don't, I don't want to bring down. We on a good vibe. I don't want to bring it down with this story, but you know, we got lots of countries doing cryptocurrency, and the story you sent me. Well, let me pull this up real quick. I guess we can talk about the government seizing your crypto. Who owns your crypto? Now, talk to me about this real quick here. We talked about the Philippines yesterday, their, uh, their government moving in on the people playing Axie Infinity. Now, <laughs> I see here the Brazilian police carry out record 29 million cryptocurrency seizure. Federal police in Brazil seized 28.7 million worth of cryptocurrencies during Operation Cryptos, with a K, an, invest an investigation into an alleged pyramid scheme. So after our story yesterday where we said the Philippine, uh, the Filipino government has decided that they are making too much money off Axie Infinity and will be taxing, the Brazilian police have seized nearly 29 million worth of cryptocurrency um, and have decided, along with the cryptocurrency they have seized, $3.6 million of cash, 21 luxury vehicles, and various pieces of jewelry. So... Um, if you're out there and you do have wealth um, in cryptocurrency, please do not participate in any uh, illegal uh, scams, pyramid schemes. Do your due diligence. Do your research. Um, there was a story earlier in the show about uh, Dogecoin scams in Turkey. And now we have a scam in Brazil, um, a blatant op that needed Operation Cryptos. Uh, to set to prevent this from happening. Um, cryptocurrency crimes in um, Brazil have been on a rise. Um, there, it has been stated here that there have been over $300 million stolen from over 7,000 victims. So um, here at Crypto and Down, we are 100% against the scammers. Uh, we do not want anybody to lose their cryptocurrency hold on to them with diamond hands and anybody trying to run up on you they get done up you know like i say i don't own cryptocurrency like we say I we own. broke baby <laughs> we broke broke enough for long all right so as all these uh people are getting crypto i did it was interesting we just talked more i did want to one of our last stories i did want to talk about like within all these scams 
these institutions are still in the crypto space, more and more are coming in. Yep. And asset managers and companies accumulate 1.2 million Bitcoin worth 57 billion. Um, this according to an article in Coin, uh, Coin Telegraph. So yeah. it's interesting. It says around 6% of Bitcoin circulating supply has been accumulated by asset managers and companies. Mm -hmm signaling an ever-increasing mainstream and institutional adoption of crypto assets okay yeah so what i thought was most important about this story is that they only have four percent of the bitcoin that means retail investors are beating the institutional investors at their own game we started the game and it looks like we're going to finish it there are not many um spaces where the people are ahead of the institutional investors so power and shout out to the people keep hodling your bitcoin keep um not allowing uh them to get ahead of you um one thing of note here electric vehicle manufacturer tesla accounts for 20 percent of the bitcoin held by private companies so when i say they're diversified let me read that again electric vehicle manufacturer tesla accounts for 20 percent of the bitcoin held by private companies with the firm having accumulated 42,902 bitcoin worth nearly 2.1 billion dollars so between microstrategy and tesla they are really holding the bulk share or excuse me and grayscale they are holding the bulk share of the institutional bitcoin that means the other all of the other hedge funds private equity houses your uh excuse me your uh td ameritrades uh all the way to your morgan uh jp morgan's and uh your morgan stanley's they don't have as much bitcoin as the people as the only who has the most tesla microstrategy and grayscale keep hodling your bitcoin and accumulating during the bear cycles because when the next bull runs after the next happening you're going to be richer than the institutional investors they're going to come to you for your bitcoin because they were not able to accumulate fast enough that's why this is pertinent need to know now information <laughs> this made me think of like you know we always we were talking about cliff high earlier one of his predictions is that yeah governments are gonna have to come to citizens especially the united states and beg them to sell them bitcoin absolutely because things will be so dire so uh, i'm kind of waiting to see i think he says it'll be sooner than later that's gonna happen so if, if, if they yeah. don't come begging they're going to find a way to steal it um which is also known as taxation um and they were over regulated and they will strip you piece by piece of your satoshis um or they will say you were doing something illegal with it so um I hope that does not happen to the uh, retail investors um, who are practicing legally um, and trying to walk within the fine lines of a gray uh, uh, legal system as we still don't know if the CFTC has regulation, uh, excuse me, has jurisdiction, FinCEN has jurisdiction, SEC has jurisdiction, Congress 
the senators out. Does the president have to write an executive order? We don't really know at this point. So I, I, I fear that the people ultimately receive the backlash when institutional investors aren't able to beat them at a game that they did not create. Um, they can create their coins, but the people have their own coins. They have their own DAOs, decentralized autonomous organizations. They have their own communities. They have their own YouTube channels. They have their own blockchains. They have their own tokens. They don't need to have middlemen telling them how to exchange currency or communicate with each other. Blockchain has given the power back to the people, and I'm glad to be on the forefront uh, preaching how to not only be empowered to make money for yourself passively every single day by utilizing Hex and eventually Pulse and the other proof of stake coins, but also how to earn interest on your proof of work coins, such as uh, Bitcoin. Yeah. Oh, man, it's uh, it's gonna be a long road ahead, but I'm confident. You know, we the people, we the people will do what we gotta do. We got it, man. Make sure and that they got we uh, down. live the lives we want. The pe they, the people have crypto and down. We'll be here each night to let them know what the latest news is. What are the latest developments? How do I buy hex? Um, how do I stake? What is a ladder? What's a decentralized exchange? Uh, Jams, Asherel, can you show us Uniswap again? We need to see PancakeSwap. We haven't seen SushiSwap. What about the food token? You know, there's so many different wormholes that we can go down. You know, we haven't taken them to Decentraland. We haven't taken them mm -hmm. uh, to Alien Worlds. There are so many different spaces that we still have to take our audience through that those who are subscribed and uh, locked in with crypto and down are going to really see. Uh, I'm gonna tease it real fast. This is, you know, we'll get into this more in detail. Absolutely, definitely moving forward um, into next week and on future episodes. But you know, we're gonna try to cover everything from the wallets, things where you can hold, to the businesses and bigger institutional credit companies and <clears throat> banks setting up, not banks, but you know people who are holding your crypto and giving you interest and letting you allow you to lend to the decentralized exchanges. And we might even cover some of the centralized ones, not telling you how to use them. We may, I think, give you opinions on what we like best and what we think is what we have found to work for us. But at the end of the day, you got to figure out what works for you. What's your risk tolerance um, and which one of these you want to interact with. So um, I'm, ex I'm excited to get into more. Me too. Uh, more of these and learn some and learn some new ones too because since they're since i'm say i've been to the space for not as long as a lot of people out here and it still fascinates me when they don't even know about the new wallet or these new um projects that are coming up so i definitely like to learn and y'all are gonna learn with us as well absolutely this is a learning process i was thinking about projects um while you were talking then like l run we got to take them through the fire mm -hmm. app um, even like I'm still staking Zillica. I've had Zillica stake since December. And um, there, there are just so many different avenues that we're going to take our audience through. Um, and thank you for teasing su Sushi Swap there. Um, and we, once we get to liquidity um, and how to actually, you know, create your own cryptocurrency, 
I think um, our audience will really see that being a crypto rascal um, is well worth it um, as we're only here to, like you say, learn and share information together. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, bro, I think we've covered a lot. I liked how we covered some Tesla at the end and we'll definitely have to pick up more, keep an eye on Elon, yep. what they're doing. We appreciate D Biggie for the comments. Um, yeah, thanks for watching and tuning in and the subscribe. Uh, we really appreciate it. Huge shout out to D Biggie, man. We will definitely see you on the next episode. We're growing our community day by day. The Crypto Rascals here to stay, man. Shout out to you, Asherel. Appreciate you, brother. All right, bro. Happy, happy Friday Eve. Uh, and I'll see you this weekend. Hey, Kevin DeWar, what's up, bro? And Kevin DeWar. Hey, episode 10. Episode 10, man. We did episode it. 10 in the books. <laughs> we did it. Peace be. All right.